3: Final hour on this Tuesday, Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick show, covered a lot of ground dealing with Aaron Rodgers. We'll talk some basketball coming up. Damian Lillard of the Blazers will stop by. Including this season, Lillard has averaged at least 25 points per game for six consecutive seasons. The only players with a longer active streak, LeBron 17, KD 12, James Harden Nine. Stat of the day, stat of the day. Pop, pop. Stat of the day, stat of the day. Here comes that. What? what? Stat of the day. Pop. Chris Mannix will join us coming up. We'll uh, talk some hoops with him, including Russell Westbrook, place in history, because Scotty Brooks, the Wizards head coach, says Russ is the second great greatest point guard of all time. I'll discuss that with Mannix here coming up. Uh, Westbrook did go for uh, 20 assists and 20 rebounds last night. Very impressive. That's the second time he's done that. The only other person on the list, Will Chamberlain, who did it once. Yeah,
4: Paul? There's a funny thing that happens on the other side of the glass when you mentioned Russell Westbrook. Uh, McLo- he just did it again. McLovin groans. He does this. He, I don't even think he knows it it's subconscious. He's anti-Russell Westbrook. Not as a person, as a basketball player. It's like helping your team win. But when you mention his name in any positive nature, you hear uh, yeah, in the background.
5: What is the problem? I just don't like his style of play. Like, Dribble a lot, ball dominant, can't shoot. Yeah, I feel like the most underrated thing in the NBA is field goal percentage. Like anybody can shoot the ball 40 times, but if you're like LeBron or Steph Curry and you hit it half the time, that's a lot better.
3: Well, I don't know what the analytics say because they
5: say bad things.
3: No, no, but you're Mr. Analytics. You're the yeah. buzzkill where I say, uh, hey, batting average, that matters. No, it doesn't. You know? You're know, you the one that famously tried to tell me how great Adam Dunn was. Oh, yeah. Just because he got walks. He struck out 200 times, but you said, no, he's very valuable.
5: On base is on base. Yeah. He has a huge on base percentage.
3: And then there's a huge percentage where he strikes out, where you don't get on base. You know how that works, right? Unless the catcher drops the ball on the third strike. Yes, it-
4: I have a, a list of the best NBA players in field goal percentage, non-power forward, non-center. Kevin Durant is shooting 55% from the field this year, from mm. two, mm-hmm. two and three, I guess mm-hmm. you'd say. Uh, Michael Porter Jr. from Denver. Um, there's a few guys like that, but mostly it's it's forwards and centers. But Shea Gilgis, Alexander, Miles Bridges are guys like that. Zach Levine are high, uh, high shooting percentage. Yeah. Yeah, McLevin. You know who's really high? In, in reality, LeBron,
5: Michael Jordan, Steph Curry, those guys shoot at like 50% from the field. That's incredible to be high volume. That's what dif- the differentiates between them and Russell Westbrook.
3: Well, it's it's more impressive that Steph Curry does this because LeBron, how many shots does he get at the hoop? I mean, Steph is shooting jumpers here and long, long jumpers. That's really impressive. Michael later in his career just backed you down on the blocks. And he was taking mid-range jumpers. What Steph Curry is doing is unheard of. And that's why when Scotty Brooks says, yeah, Russell Westbrook is number two on the all-time list behind Magic Johnson. He's not better than Steph Curry. That's for sure.
5: Yeah, McLovin. I got one stat, and you'll you'll groan about Russell. He's shooting 64% from the line this year. For I know how you value free throw yes. shooting. Yeah, because you have the ball. Yeah. I, my best ball handler has to be or should be one of my best free throw shooters. Now, usually he's much better. He's just having an off year there.
4: Yeah. Yeah, Paul. NBA stats qualify someone as a a volume shooter if they take more than uh, 15 shots a game, 15 or more attempts per game. Mm -hmm. There's only one player in the NBA who's got more than 15 attempts per game and is shooting over 60%. Can you guess who that person is?
3: He's... Shooting 60% and he takes more than 15 shots per game? Yes.
4: There's other guys like Rudy Gobert. Zion. Zion Williamson. Yeah. He's uh, shooting 17 attempts per game. He's shooting 61.4% from the field.
3: By the way, one of the more anticipated aspects of the 2020 baseball season was going to be the reaction on the road when the Astros came to town. You know, the cheating scandal revealed after 2019. But there were no crowds last year due to the pandemic. Now the Astros are going to face the music on the road. The Astros are in Yankee Stadium tonight. First time, Astros, Yankees, seven game postseason battle back in 2017. Houston won all four games to advance. The Astros also beat the Yankees in the 2019 playoffs. Presumably the uh, sign stealing plot helped them. At least that's how most Yankee fans are going to view it. And a lot of the key players on those Houston teams are gone. So get ready for a collective Bronx cheer May not be a full crowd at Yankee Stadium, but you get the feeling whoever's there, they're going to let you know it's going to feel like a packed house to express their feelings about one of the more controversial teams in all of sports, the Astros on the road. Yes, McLeod.
5: Doesn't it feel like that was a long time ago? <laughs> <laughs> Who's
3: left? Like, I, I guess all that matters is El Tuve is there. That That's that's about it. It seems like if you're looking for the poster child, it would be uh, Jose El Tuve. Yeah, McLeod.
5: Sorry, Corey's with the Red Sox, Beltran's gone. All the organizers are gone. But if you're a Yankee fan, are you letting him have it, So Yes.
3: Sure, why not? Go ahead. to your heart's content. Doesn't change anything. But, you know, you've got all this pent-up anger there that you, you know, had something taken from you or in your mind you had something taken from you. Let me get a couple of phone calls. Uh, then uh, Chris Mannix will stop by. Jake in Wisconsin. Hi, Jake. What's on your mind? What up, DP? Hey, bud.
0: Man, what a weird time to live in Milwaukee. I live in, but in Wisconsin. So, like, yesterday I go out to dinner, and literally every table sitting around us is talking about Aaron Rodgers. It's the only thing that anyone is talking about in the state.
3: Has the opinion changed here, given what's happened, do you think? Yeah, I definitely
0: do think so. So I work uh, at a restaurant right by the Bucks uh, the Bucks Arena, giant T V outside and then uh during the during the uh the horse race this weekend, the Kentucky Derby they put Rodgers on T V and it was the loudest boo I've ever heard. Oh wow and, uh, Yeah. Like people are not happy with them. Like I think the, the biggest problem is not knowing his side of the story. He's just keeping to himself. We're just getting leaks from this insider or that insider and not actually hearing straight from him. But I mean, it's Aaron, you know, we're not going to hear it. If we do, it's going to be on the, the patch show and that'd be it. Like it, it just, it's really sucks. Not knowing the
3: truth. Well, I'm just waiting for him to come out and clear things up. And thank you, Jake. Great to hear from you. Yeah. I, I don't, At least Russell Wilson aired the grievances on my show. Like he told me that he had a problem and he's getting sacked and he hates getting hit. And he, he wanted to have a seat at the table. He wanted to have a say he wanted, he wanted to be able to provide input. At least he said it. And we knew. And then his agent said, look, if you don't value him and you want to trade him, here are four teams that you can trade him to. And then I was told, keep an eye on the draft and free agency. And I did. And it seems like, Russell Wilson is content in Seattle. I don't think this is, you know, going to last long. You know, maybe this year, maybe the following year. Every team you you, you roll the dice with your quarterback. If you're going to pay him all this money, you got a window here and then you're going to move on and you're going to draft a quarterback. And then that allows you to reload. That, that's what happens. That's what everybody's doing. And there are 4 5 as many as six quarterbacks who could be taken next year in the first round, believe it or not. And this is a topic that we'll have tomorrow. McLovin hasn't against the grain to talk about next year's first round draft. And I was told yesterday, because I asked a scout and I go, give me an idea how many first round picks. He started running down guys on teams that I didn't even know who the quarterbacks were. But these rookie contracts are so important. But probably six or seven quarterbacks may get the grade, first-round grade, believe it or not. Yeah, McLevin.
5: Why do we always do that where we say next year's class isn't oh, going to be good? I and know. it's always good.
3: I know. I know. We do that. Uh, Chris Mannix covers the NBA, Sports Illustrated, their senior NBA writer. I'm looking at – you've got all these boxes there. Like, are you are you moving in or moving out right now? <laughs> That's – this um, – Improvising here
6: for a minute. I didn't know my cleaning people were coming this morning. And I'm in, I'm in my spare bedroom, which I just set up briefly. I, I moved in, Dan, and then I just left it alone.
3: Like, I, I stopped unpacking at some point and never, never finished. Paulie, Paulie can understand that. Paulie knows my, my speed. Uh, we were just talking about Russell Westbrook with the performance last night. And then Scotty Brooks, his coach, comes out and says he's the second greatest point guard of all time. What do you make of
6: uh, I mean, he's, Scott Brooks loves Russell Westbrook. He's had him from the very beginning. Uh, and I think part of Scott Brooks knows that the relationship with Russell Westbrook is as important as anything he does as far as coaching, like having a strong bond with Westbrook. That being said, you know, there's some merit to the statistical argument there. I mean, how many point guards are able to do what Russell Westbrook can do. I mean, the way that Steph Curry changed the position with his shooting, Russell Westbrook has changed with power and speed. Now we can argue about, you know, the efficiency of it and the fact that he hasn't won. But statistically speaking, when Russell Westbrook's career is over, they're not going to be too many point guards ahead of him in terms
3: of individual marks. Okay, but if you were ranking, Magic's the best point guard of all time. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Matches the best point of all time. Okay. So second on that list is, um, let's you know, do it, modern era.
6: Modern era. Okay. So you eliminate Kuzi and the guys. Kuzey no, wouldn't
3: 50. be in there, but okay, you Cousy know, in his 50. generation, he was wonderful. But Oscar would be in the there. right-handed dribble wouldn't go too far. No, it would yeah. not. No, I'd I'd play him to his go left every time. Okay. So, uh, who's second on your list?
6: I would probably take Steph Curry. Okay. Um. I again I think the shooting changed everything. After that, I think it's a coin flip between Isaiah and John Stockton. Well, those two guys would be 3rd and 4th on my modern
3: list. But you have stats here. And we get drunk with stats. Who do you want leading your team? Because that to me is a different you know that's a different question. Do I want Russell Westbrook who's got all these stats but do i want him in crunch time do i want him leading my team and i think that's where the separation happens for me
6: okay but would your would your argument be any different if in that what was it 2016 playoff the thunder didn't blow that 3-2 lead and they went on to win in the finals they do that maybe oklahoma maybe kevin durant doesn't leave oklahoma city and we are probably looking at russell westbrook through an entirely different prism. I just, uh, I don't want to get bogged. I don't want to get bogged down in one, one bad sequence that changed or redefined who Russell Westbrook is. I mean, if they win that series, Dan, I think we're, we're both looking at Russell Westbrook a lot differently.
3: I'll give you that. We were just talking about that earlier this morning before we started the show that, that series changed the NBA. I mean, it it truly did. You can go back and look, and then, you know, here's Durant saying, hey, I'm not going to win here. I'm going to join the Golden State Warriors. Then Russ stays a little while longer, then, you know, gets bounced around here a little bit. But
6: there's no way, Dan, there's no way Durant leaves Oklahoma City if they win a championship. I I think he goes on and tries to establish a dynasty in Oklahoma City. That series changed everything. Yeah,
3: We're talking to Chris Mannix, the Sports Illustrated senior NBA writer. Are, Are the Lakers Okay.
6: You know, no, right now they're not okay because LeBron and Davis are struggling. Dennis Schroeder is out and the Dennis Schroeder absence, Dan, I think is going to loom large over these next couple of weeks. Schroeder has been one of the engines of this team throughout the entire season. They were 0-4 back in February when Schroeder went out in those health and safety protocols. Him being out 10 to 14 days, potentially at the very least coming back right when the season ends and having to work himself back into shape in time for a potential play-in game. That's something that we're going to be talking about over the next couple of weeks. All that being said, if they can get through the play-in situation and get into the regular playoff field, if that's the direction they ultimately have to go, I just can't bet against LeBron. I mean, betting against LeBron is like betting on Charlie Brown to kick the football. Like it, you, you keep thinking it's not, it's gonna happen, but he keeps coming up with great moments in the postseason. So if they can get through these next couple of weeks, fight their way into the regular playoff field, I don't know about you, but I don't think the Lakers are terrified of Utah or Phoenix or even the Clippers. There isn't a super team like Golden State in the Western Conference that you look at and say a, a diminished version of the Lakers can't compete with. So. I'm still thinking that the Lakers, if they can plow through this turbulent stretch, uh, they are still the front runner in the West.
3: What do you think the commissioner thought of LeBron James' opinion of play in games?
6: I mean, LeBron is rocket fuel, right, to any NBA subject, any subject, period. I mean, he ignites a debate. He did this a couple of months ago. Uh, when the subject of the All-Star game came up, when he said, why are we having an All-Star game? All of a sudden, it went from kind of a simmering debate to one that was everywhere. LeBron doesn't want to play in the All-Star game. Should the NBA cancel the All-Star game? Uh, He's kind of doing it again with the play-in game, and he's not the first player to do this. Obviously, Luka Doncic led the charge on the play-in tournament as well. It is kind of telling, though, Dan, that the two players most critical of the play-in tournament are two players on teams that are sitting right there around the seventh seed. Like, that's... And you know who
3: loves the play-in games? Steph Curry, because Steph Curry needs the play-in games to be able to get into the playoffs.
6: And look, the play-in games, I understand there are some wrinkles that need to be ironed out moving forward. You probably don't need the seven seed involved in the future. You can probably get away with the eight, nine seed competing, as you did in the bubble last year. But there's no way you can convince me or anyone that the play-in tournament – doesn't have way more value than it has negativity surrounding. You mentioned Golden State, look at Washington. Back in January, Dan, Washington was a train wreck. They had to miss two weeks because of COVID protocols. In a different season, they might have rested Bradley Beal and said, look, come back next year. We're gonna get a high draft pick for you to play with. Same thing with Russell Westbrook. Instead, they upgrade the trade deadline. They get Daniel Gafford, who has been great for them. And they're in a position right now to compete for a spot in the play-in tournament. Look, LeBron can say what he wants. The play-in tournament is not going anywhere. This is something that Adam Silver advocated for for several years before it was instituted this past season. I talked to Silver about this last summer. He is still very much in favor of it. So while I think we'll see an evolution of it over the next couple of years, the play-in tournament is here to stay.
3: Chris, good to talk to you as always, and uh, good luck unpacking or packing whatever you're doing in your room there. I have literally no idea what's in some of these boxes. That's uh, Chris Mannix, the senior NBA writer, <laughs> Sports Illustrated. I'll talk to him in a month, and the room will still look the same. He'll just move the boxes around. Yeah, Pauline.
4: I've seen Chris Mannix's refrigerator, and he's got usually one thing of ketchup, okay. one thing of barbecue sauce, All right. a lot of Gatorade, and a lot of Coors Light, and that's the entire fridge, and I'm not joking. And you have a problem with that? No, but that's he subsists on those four things. Yeah, Pop Tarts, big Pop Tart guy. Yeah, that's breakfast. That covers breakfast. Yeah.
3: yeah. <laughs> we'll take a break here. Yeah, I don't. The Russell Westbrook Jr. the third, you know, opinion by Scotty Brooks. Like, okay, I mean, that's his opinion. He played the position in the NBA. He's his coach with Washington. You know, if Russell Westbrook wasn't his player, would he be saying the same thing? Probably not. I get it. It's a home court advantage there. But is he better than Isaiah Thomas? I would take Isaiah. But, but you know, what I want in my point guard might be different than what you want in your point guard. I mean, Isaiah was a killer. You know, he was a winner in the pros, winner in college. But, you know, do you want John Stockton? John's going to play both ends. Uh, he's he's going to pass first. Uh, do you want Steve Nash over Russell Westbrook? Like, you know, I mean, there's so many guards. And if I do just the modern era, like 1980 on, because Oscar was just different. Oscar was just a, so much bigger than every other guard. And he was so much more athletic than almost all the guards that, you know, he, he could rebound. There were more missed shots back then, I think. You know, the field goal percentages weren't great. But Oscar was on a bad team in Cincinnati when he did this. Uh, probably close to they were a playoff team I think once once or twice in my lifetime when I was there so we'll take a break Uh, we'll talk to Damian Lillard I wonder what he thinks of this I'll ask him that question is Russell Westbrook one of the top two or three see I'd take Steph Curry over him in a second I'd take Damian Lillard over him what am I saying here take a break here. We'll come back. Uh, More phone calls as well here on the Dan Patrick Show. Something amazing, Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year automatically. No limit on how much you can earn. That's amazing. It's even more amazing because of all the places where Discover is accepted. 99% of the places in the United States that take credit cards take Discover. So when it comes to Discover, get used to hearing the word yes more often. You can learn more. Discover.com slash yes. That's discover.com slash yes. Twenty twenty one Nielsen report limitations applying. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, nine until noon eastern, six to nine Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app.
7: All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play You've already talked about that.
8: Everything from the thickness of it to how it's actually real wood smoked just makes it taste unbelievable. It's really indescribable. I can't do it justice, and you should really just try it for yourself.
4: Yeah, don't be average. You're better than that. Do yourself a favor and get some right brand bacon in you. I'm getting upset. Experience bacon the right way. Right brand bacon.
3: It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. fewer calories, fewer carbs, than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. Mr. Damian Lillard joining us on the program. Did you guys get Mello anything for uh, the uh, milestone last night?
9: Yeah, we got him uh, a game ball. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It seemed like he'd been collecting every game ball this season. <laughs> but I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm definitely going to have a gift for him uh, when we get back to Portland for, for breaking that top 10. I told him last night that's... So, um, I'm a I'm the kind of person that's kinda of like, I just move on to the next thing. I guess I don't do a good enough job of appreciating stuff while it's happening. But uh top ten is special, you know, and I told him that.
3: What is mellow like?
9: Mello is when when we first got mellow last season, I didn't know I didn't really know what to expect. Um, uh, because some people are, you know, of such a high status and and um popularity and you know, he's legendary in the sport as well. So you just don't know what type of character they, they might have and who they might be truly, you know, as opposed to what you see on camera. And uh, when he came around, it was like, he laughed at everything, easy going, you know, just down to earth. It was it was the complete opposite of everything that people tried to make him out to be. And uh, what you would expect of somebody with, with that type of status. Um, you know as a celebrity and as as a basketball player um but i'm i'm super comfortable with him and i don't and i don't really you know warm up to people like that you know i don't i don't really get you know come close to people like that and mellow is a great teammate a great person um a, a fun person to be around and um I, i've been really um surprised by you know who he is as a person and um, you know, my respect has only going up, you know, since he's been on our team.
3: I don't know if you saw the performance turned in by uh, Westbrook last night, but uh, Scotty Brooks, his coach, said he thinks Russell Westbrook's the second greatest point guard of all time.
9: Yeah, I mean, he, he, he's always going to have an argument for that. You know, I mean, it's going to be his fourth season. I saw that, you know, he's averaging a triple-double, which – regardless of you know if people say he's chasing stats or you know hunting stats or whatever like it takes a that takes a lot to be able to do that even if you're trying your best so um you know i think westbrook gets a lot of unnecessary uh flat or you know hate or whatever you want to call it but um uh, his approach how hard he plays how aggressive he is how much he cares um uh, you know, he's a good person off the court. Um, he definitely has a, an argument for that. Is he better um, than you? I don't think no point guard in the NBA is better than me. Well, Magic's the best of all time, right? I think that's that's consensus. You know, a lot of people say that.
3: Okay, where's Steph Curry on that list?
9: I think Steph would, you know, if you, it depends on what you're going off of, you know. I, the quality of the player, like if they was to just, if you just line these two guys up, or what has this person accomplished in their career? And, you know, Steph has two, two MVPs, a unanimous MVP, back-to-back titles, three total titles. Uh, you know, the resume is there. So I think if you ask 10 people, you know, seven of them or eight of them would probably come back and say, you know, Steph is right behind Magic. And the way he's changed the game, um, the excitement, you know, with his style of play.
3: And I think he's changed the game more than any other player, Dame. When you think yeah. about everybody who steps on the floor, you can be 5'5", you can be 5'10". You, you don't have to be seven foot. You don't have to jump out of the gym. Like Steph yeah. gave everybody hope that they could yeah. somehow do this, even though, you know, nobody's going to be able to do quite like what he's done. But he does give you that. We can't be like Mike. You know, we may want to be like Jordan. We feel like we can be like Steph Curry.
9: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, usually when you got an NBA superstar is somebody with, you know, great gifts. Um, you know, God-given things, 6'6", six, 6'7", six, six, super athletic. Um, things that, you know, if your parents don't have that genetic makeup, like you can't be that. And then you have, you know, guys that just work on it. And you know, guys who just they make themselves what what they become, and uh, I think that's what Steph is is a product of. Now, obviously, he's not five five; he's six foot three, and his dad played in the NBA. So, it's, uh, there are things there that you know give him an advantage as well. But um, a guy that's five nine or five ten could could follow what he does, you know, and, and have a chance.
3: Is he a better shooter than you?
9: I think Steph is the greatest shooter of all time.
3: Yeah. Are you second?
9: I think I'm top five. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm top. I think I'm top five. It's been some. It's been some great shooters. Okay, who you know, else is like in
3: there though, Dame? Okay, so you and Steph, top five. Who else? I mean, you I don't know, in?
9: man. I would have to. I would have to like. It depends, you know. Some guys are the way I look at it. Some guys shoot off pin downs. You know, some guys are catch and shoot. Uh, some guys don't take a lot of attempts. Some guys don't take tough attempts, you know, and I think where I would put myself really high up there is because I'm not a guy that gets high-quality shots. A lot of my shots are off the dribble, contested, um, from from deep range. Um, like, me and Steph shoot a lot of similar <clears throat> three-pointers, and I feel like I don't even get the the – the clean looks that he gets because of, you know, the way their offense is set up. He's, you know, sometimes he ends up wide open because of some of the action that they in or in transition, they'll screen for him, you know, before the defense is set and he's, he's more open. Um, but I think when it comes to that, um, I'm at the I'm top of the top, you know, I'm right up there. He's uh Damien
3: Lillard. He's the Blazers guard. Where's your patience level with this team?
2: You With
3: know, my team? Yeah, you know, make the playoffs, okay? But like, like win a championship, like, thank like you, yeah. you know, that's how greatness is defined. at At the yeah. end, it's like how many championships you got. You don't have those. You know,
9: I, I would say this, like, is <clears throat> how greatness is defined by, I guess, the world. You know, people will say how many rings and how many this and how many that, and like, I know my story. You know, I know. I had to scratch and claw and fight and earn everything that I have. So, um, I, I want to win a championship as bad as anybody. Um, but like, I won't, I won't view, um, things like what I've, what I, what I've done. Hasn't been amazing, you know, based off of what it took to get here and what I put into what I have accomplished. Um, You know, so like I feel like what I've done has been greatness. But do I want to accomplish the ultimate? That's what that's what makes the situation um, that we've been in the last few years frustrating because you just want to you just want to experience that you want to get to the to the mountaintop and be that last team standing. You know, I think that's that's what the frustration is. you know, and it's not like we just have the worst days ever. Like, we got, we have a great work environment. We got great people. You know, everybody cares. Um, but I'm, I, you know, I've won or we've won since my second year. We've been in the playoffs every year. You know, we've been to three seed twice. We've been to the Western Conference Finals. And where I'm at in my career is, like, to get to that, that next level is like you can't continue to just be okay with, oh, we're making the playoffs, you know. Um, you're working hard and, the, you know, at some point you got to just be like, it's time to go for it, you know. I want to I wanna experience that championship level. Um, and that's where the frustration comes in, where it's when it's like, you know, I want that, you know.
3: Are you in your bathroom right now?
9: No, I'm actually sitting in the living room of my um my hotel room. Oh, okay.
3: I was wondering. I got a stat
9: for you. Through six
3: hundred. Set- hey, you thought
9: I was sitting on the yes, toilet? Yes, I did. <laughs> I, nah.
3: I, I did. I was looking behind you. It looked like nah, there was shit. a toilet behind you. <laughs> okay. Wait. Oh, okay. All right. You got a nice room there. All right. So now it's official. You're not. You're not on your
9: toilet. I feel like I had to prove myself right
3: <laughs> now. It, it would have been a better story if you were sitting on your toilet. Um, through 675 career games, Carmelo had 16,777 points. Through 675 career games, you have 16,588 points. So he's only a couple of hundred points ahead of you when when he was uh, at the same stage in, in your career. Although, Mello had a total of four assists at that time through 675. <laughs> oh, he's going he gonna to get it up. No
9: question about it. If you throw it, do you expect it back? If I throw it to Mello? Yeah. I think with... Um, oh, you can be and, honest. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> Because you asked if, if I throw it, do I expect it back?
3: Okay. Um, if it's somebody I, else who throws it.
9: <laughs> yeah, like I think when you like when you when you've scored at the level that we've scored at and you're playing with another player who has as well, um, you know, I think his confidence and his his how comfortable he is throwing it back to me is different, you know? And when I throw so like with that said, when I throw it to him, I have confidence that there's a chance it'll come back, but I don't expect it to because I know, <laughs> I know a score is mine. You know, when he gets it, he like, yeah, I'm about to score. You know, so like when I throw it, I don't expect it, but I'm like, I I keep myself ready because I know it's a chance that you know he'll make the right play back to me because of the trust. You know, he knows that I'm a, a scorer at that level too.
3: Last time I talked to you, you were either having twins or you had twins.
9: I think I was having twins. Okay. Now I have twins. Yeah, how's that? How's that going? It's been busy. It's been busy. Um, I had a boy and a girl, so you got to um, play
3: zone defense right now. You and your wife, right? Like, you,
9: man, we. I mean, we we figuring it out. Obviously, we got help. I got a lot of family in Portland, nanny. Um, but it's it's definitely busy, man. Uh, and having a girl is, is also different. It, it hits your heart different. Man.
3: Oh, shoot! I got three daughters. She gonna she's gonna break I feel you, man. Bad for you. Oh and and you know when they get married, I'm gonna be a mess. I'm gonna be an absolute mess. You got a lot of time, but I'm I'm just telling you. Save your money for the wedding. if if you went to the playground and you can have anybody not on the Blazers and you're gonna play two on two.
9: Who are you showing Any? up? One, one player? Yeah. You got one player, it's a two on two game. I'm showing up with Kevin Durant. Ooh, okay. I think that's pretty easy.
3: I think you're winning that game. Yeah. <laughs> but, but I'm I'm not sure. If LeBron shows up with Steph, mm-hmm. that's pretty good. I'd watch that.
9: Well, I think um, it would definitely be a great two-on-two.
3: But is Durant um, the best player in the game?
9: When healthy, I think um, him and LeBron are, like, they're right there. I think KD, KD healthy could very well be the best player in the NBA.
3: He's such a matchup nightmare, though. I mean, there's there's just nobody. I mean,
9: nobody can, nobody can guard him. Like, if he's healthy, he's shooting threes off the dribble. He's pulling up off the dribble. He's posting up. He can get to the rim. You can't block his shot. He can like the way he handles the ball, the way he moves at that size. Who are you gonna put on him? Like, I mean, when healthy, I think like at this moment he could very well be the best player in the league. Well,
3: it's great to catch up with you. Sorry about the loss last night. You got the Cavs. I I got you penciled in for fifty-one against the Cavs. Does that sound okay?
9: Hey man, we'll see.
3: I mean, come on. Can you put up fifty for me? That's not asking too much. You got how many? How many? I guys? mean, it's it's always a
9: possibility. But I mean, I you mean, got twelve
3: fifty-point performances in your career. Yeah. That's not asking yeah. that much. I mean, do one for your daughter, okay? I mean, give her a fifty. Hey, give her a fifty.
9: Is there? Is It's always a possibility. But you know, is somebody going to get close to Kobe's eighty-one? Yeah. Who? I think it would, if somebody's gonna get close to Kobe's 81, I think it would be between me, <laughs> Steph, me, Steph, um, Devin Booker can really get hot. Um, I would say somebody on Brooklyn, but it's, you know, with all three of them being out there, it's gonna to be tough. So I would say me, Steph, Devin Booker um, is somebody that I'm missing. Can Clay? Clay, Clay could do it. And I would say, who else? Bradley Beal. I think Brad could do it too. But that's that's, I think Brad.
3: That's eighty-one.
9: I think it's it's gonna take a crazy night, but it's it can happen.
3: Give me the team that you would do it against. Like, if you just say, if "I can get eighty against that defense,"
9: it would have to be against a team with a a, a, a big that's not mobile, because I, they wouldn't be able to be up as high, like in my in pick and Rose and stuff like that. I think so of the I'll be Pelicans. To get a lot of games.
3: Game. I think I could get ten against the Pelicans. See,
9: the thing with the Pelicans is they they play hard as as hell it's just it's just a lot of lapses you know it's a lot of it's a lot of lapses like through, like over the throughout the course of the game but it's not a, it's not an easy game you know like lonzo ball plays good defense he's long he plays hard they got i mean it's not a, it's not a walk in the park i know people put big games on them but it's just it's just because of, it's more so because of lapses than it is because they just you know, Eric Bledsoe too. Like they not, it ain't no pushover. You know, it's not an easy game out there.
3: Yeah, but I think I could probably get a bucket, right? Like a defensive uh, lapse, so I could get a like. You leave me open from like fifteen to eighteen, bang, it's down, man.
9: Maybe. I I don't know your skill. I don't know your skill Ooh, level, man.
3: man. You know, I I did research homework on you. I just say you, you you check YouTube. YouTube, you're gonna see it. There'll be people are still talking about it.
9: I might do my homework then. Yeah, do your homework
3: because I'd hate to, you know, all of a sudden I see it on the court and we start shooting. You go, oh whoa, okay, somebody's got a little bit of game here.
9: Hey, it, it actually wouldn't surprise me, man. All right. I appreciate that. But
3: I wouldn't, wouldn't bring the surprise. kids out because I don't want you to get embarrassed in front of the kids, you know, if all of a sudden I start lighting it up, you know, because... I, I don't have no shame.
9: <laughs> I don't have no shame. Man. I'm all, I'm always ready for whatever the outcome is going to be. I love Trust
3: it. Me. I love it. Uh, good luck against the Cavs. Uh, Lakers yeah. then coming up after that. Great to catch up with you game. Thanks Thank for joining us. All right. All right. That's Damian Lillard of My Blazers. Back after this. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeart Radio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app.
8: You know you get those pieces like there was the hat there was the shoe oh same there was the i was always a battleship guy or the car you know what too is funny about a battleship it's one of the only uh monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item wow, you know what i haven't mean? even thought about that yeah most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home but you have a car you have a hat you have a shoe you have uh all those things anyway you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults that's always fun
1: Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now.
3: Also, uh, Penny's dog treats. Penny, our house dog here, we have some dog treats, and uh, they're great. Uh, Really well done, and uh, part of the profits, uh, we have them going to some animal shelters here. So if you get a chance, go to uh, danpatrick.com. Check out everything we have to offer. I think I'm going to shoot some uh, hoops. I'll get Mario to uh, videotape me shooting some hoops and then I may uh, tag Damian Lillard. Just say, you know, go ahead and critique if you want to.
5: He seems skeptical of your abilities. I,
3: I would be too. I don't look threatening here. But I don't know if somebody said about Damian Lillard when he was in high school the only way to stop him is with a handgun and league rules frown upon that. That's what was written about me. So... Just, just letting Dame know, like, this isn't a game. Game recognizes game. Whatever that means.
4: You're a maniac. <laughs> maniac. You could just see
3: the look on his face when I was I was saying this. He's like, oh, man, what's he talking about? Come <laughs> right. behind. Could I get 10 on the Pelicans? Like, I could score 10. And then I was like, okay, he's not buying into that. I can get a hoop, right? And go, I don't know. I don't know. I haven't seen you. Well, you're gonna see it oh you're going to see it what a chill interview good interview I mean that's somebody who loves basketball and when you ask a question he truly wanted to answer the question I I always enjoy him I always enjoy him when he uh, joins us there uh, let me see this day in sports history Paulie what do you have for me
4: this day in sports history um, it, it, Dave Kingman I don't know if you remember Dave Kingman for the Mets played at the Astrodome Mets versus Houston he hit a, kind of like a pop fly. It stayed up up there. It stayed in the roof of the Metrodome. That's it.
3: Yeah. Dave Kingman would be a star nowadays. Dave Kingman would bat 212, strike out 150 times, and hit 40 bombs. He'd be making $20 million a year. Back then, we looked at him as, oh, man, that guy... Does one thing, one thing only, and he'll hit home runs. But he doesn't. He strikes out
4: all the time. Yeah, Paul. One more sports history for okay. everybody: Chuck Barkley, ninety-four. Charles Barkley, the Suns scored fifty-six points, thirty-eight in the first half against the Golden State Warriors. Yeah, all
3: right. Uh, Chris in Texas. Hey, Chris, what's on your mind today?
7: Hey, what's going on? Long time, first time. uh I just wanted to ask what y'all think about now that.
3: Alex Smith, you know, he just retired. Now, how did how do y'all feel about him going to Green Bay? Or do you think he's still going to stay retired? He's going to stay retired. Yeah, I, I don't see that. Like, I, I, I want to see how this unfolds. We want to have an answer right now with the Packers. And there there is no easy answer here right now. Unless he gets a contract extension or they fire the GM and then the story's over. But if you give him a contract extension, then what are you going to do with Jordan Love? You have to admit you made a mistake if you give him a contract extension. Uh, Jeff in Detroit. Hi, Jeff.
7: What up, though? One time for chat row. You've been spitting knowledge today. That stat of the day been flowing, baby. (laughs) Listen, you don't take a Mercedes Benz to a $2 car wash, and you don't take it to Jiffy Lou. I just never understood why they didn't get that man, the, the, the necessary weapons that... He needed. And I'm a Detroit fan. I would hate to see him go, in all honesty, because I've seen some of the greatest games performed in front of my face with the Green Bay Packers. And, I mean, think about it. They've had two quarterbacks over, what, the last 30, 35 years? So, them, they really are not going to understand a loss until he's out the door. You'll really, really miss him when he's gone.
3: All right. Well, thank you, Jeff. Uh, let's go around the room what we learned on the program. Todd, I'll start with you.
6: Damian Lillard would pick Kevin Durant as his teammate in a 2-on-2 playground game.
3: And McLovin? Damian Lillard Dot in the bathroom. Yeah, he was not. But it did look like he was sitting on the toilet. See, O'Connor. No Chris Mannix still moving into his new place. I
4: think, or moving out. Paulie? A year from now, I'll learn that Chris Mannix is still learning, letting, moving into his new place. Todd, what did I learn?
6: ESPN Packers reporter Rob Domofsky believes there's less than a 5% chance Rodgers will be under center week one in Green Bay.
3: And What we learned brought to you by Mercedes-Benz Vans. They go far beyond from their customization options, cutting-edge tech, five-star sales service, financial support crew. Mercedes-Benz Vans are built-equipped, engineered to be ready for anything. Go the extra mile, the all-important first step into an authorized dealership today. Thanks for the phone calls, emails, tweets, all-around support. Make sure you sign up for the newsletter if you haven't and submit your photo for the calendar. We'll talk to you tomorrow here on the Dan Patrick Show. Oh, but wait, there's one more item. Good news for the diehard baseball fan. You will be allowed to attend games this season. You're going to be sitting in pods with groups. Sporting arenas aren't the only places that are slowly heading back to normal. Businesses everywhere making the gradual shift towards normalcy, which means more hiring. That's where ZipRecruiter comes in. Right now, try it for free. ZipRecruiter.com Patrick. Millions of business fans love ZipRecruiter because ZipRecruiter makes hiring faster and easier. You post the job on ZipRecruiter. Immediately gets sent out to over 100 top job sites in just one click. Then ZipRecruiter has matching technology, finding the right people with the right experience for the job. Actively invites them to apply. Four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get that quality candidate within the very first day. Try it for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash Patrick. See why companies go wild for ZipRecruiter when you go to ZipRecruiter.com slash Patrick. And remember ZipRecruiter, smartest way to hire.